welcome to the 9642 podcast. This is your host, Mr. Number 9. And this is The Fool. This is where me and The Fool give our unqualified and unrequested ramblings on the various issues in the world of sport. Or something like that. Hello, everyone. Now, this is possibly a podcast we should have done much, much earlier in our... Yes podcasting career but i think just to make our biases and like opinions on sports you understand where they're coming from and so you can analyze what we're saying critically and things like that we should probably talk to you about how we think about various sports where it places in like the cosmology in our heads of what sports does and what's important and how it goes so we're going to go with each of our fandoms, what we like and what teams we like, and also what sports we really like, what sports we've played and what sports we've done. So I will put the floor up to you. Let's start off. Like, what would you say are your sport sports that you like and sports you've played and enjoy playing? Like, I don't what level. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess football for me has always held a, a pretty special place in my heart. Um Played it when I was young, played it through junior levels. I did stop and then start playing hockey, um, which obviously is the sport I play now. And I mean, I was never very yeah. good at soccer so, or football, so um, not that yep. great at hockey either, but I've, I've always stuck that. My dad played hockey, so that was it. My uncles play soccer. Um, but that's One of I... the soccer heartlands of the country in Pukekohe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they... They both moved to Christchurch and continue playing there, those two uncles. So, um, but yeah, I grew up. They were big um, English football fans as well. So, grew up with Liverpool games on all the time. Um, <laughs> so that was sort of yeah, all through the eighties. Eighties child of Liverpool games. Like, I was the original fanboy. Like, look, they win everything. That's the best team. Yeah. I'll follow them. And then. Eventually, I sort of found my own way to Chelsea. Um, sort of when they weren't really winning anything, but they seemed cool. And they were blue. And so, you know. And they have a was... big lion on their crest. And they have a big lion. Yeah, how can you not get wrong? So, yeah, so football's always been there, pretty much the top for me. And then cricket was was the summer sport for me. Yeah. And I mean, we, that's what we played at school. Um, once again, the 80s, so, you know, you had Hadley and Crow and all the rest just dominating the, the world game as well. So you always had fun things to watch on TV with the cricket over summer. Um, yeah, I'm saying, and whenever it was summer, the summer terms at school, that was that was what you played. You went down the field, you played cricket. And the winter ones, where we are, was, say, going nice football heartland. It was... um. Yeah. It's also a rugby heartland, but you know, but yeah. we were a football school and we just went and played football all day yeah. during the uh, winter. So yeah, so in terms of teams, Chelsea, the All Whites have always liked following them. Uh, New Zealand cricket, would the you, Caps. Would you say you're a Chelsea fan first or an All Whites fan first? Prob- these days, probably a Chelsea fan first, but mm. it is. It's always been pretty close. Um, back in the back when I was a child, and and even in teenage years, and even probably through into uni, I would have put myself as an all whites fan first. Um, but this time, and I know 
over the since then the all whites actually have become good um so following them is a lot easier but i don't know yeah. i just we'd being at uni and around you guys and everything i think i just i picked up more um english football then and it yeah. became a bit a, a bigger part of what i was doing as opposed to being the thing that my uncles liked and i sort of liked and i sort of followed but didn't really think it wasn't like i was yeah, it was football's play. You know, at that stage there wasn't online demand or anything, so it was early hours of the morning. You didn't really get it, yeah. And so it was sort yeah. of the Sunday roundups. Um, yeah, that's what you got. But the football, like I went and saw all whites games when I was young as well. So um, which was always fun. I actually got to go to a all whites England game back in nineteen ninety ninety one. That. England came here with a, a reasonably full strike size strength team, so I got to go there. That was always fun. Um, so yeah, I've always been a football and a, a cricket person. I mean, I, I'm I am a New Zealander, so the, yeah. the All Blacks come yeah fourth in that list. They come fourth, like the full Blacks. So if I were to rank it for you, you'd go Chelsea, All Whites, Black Caps. Now I have to ask you. I know you put the All Blacks fourth. Uh, do <laughs> Uh, are the Warriors below the All Blacks for you? Probably just, but... Uh, it's close? It's close. And the other one's close is the the two New Zealand um, hockey teams. So men and women's hockey teams. Especially if it's a... Um, I should watch them more because they actually have proper um, champion... Like the Test Championship for cricket, they've got a World Hockey champ championship thing going on where it's outside the world cup they have another ongoing league on oh, the world world hockey league or something i feel what they call it um but yeah so between the all black all blacks probably come first and then probably the warriors and then probably the two new zealand hockey teams um but the three of the well the four of those are actually pretty close i say three because whilst it's two teams with new zealand and um women's hockey teams they're both called the black sticks and i both pretty much just follow them both so it doesn't really matter just twins like almost twin sides of the coin there and they play yeah. similar times and it's not really split up so it's not that bad um but yeah it, would you have any strong sporting allegiances outside of that or is below that? Do you get things like your casual allegiances, like your Buffalo, so-called Buffalo Bills fandom? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would actually put the netball in there. So I've always Silver liked, Ferns, yeah, uh, Silver Ferns, Northern Mystics. Like they're my one um, Auckland side that I really support. <laughs> like I'm not I, coming from counties. Never really supported Auckland teams except the Mystics. Mystics I support. Um, oh yeah, and, counties. Where do they figure? And your loyalty. Well, to be fair, counties is top loyalty. Doesn't matter. Like counties rugby team, counties hockey team, counties. Counties above all blacks. Do you want to readjust your list now? Well, yeah, I forgot to stick that in. Like really, counties comes first, and whatever sport it is, it's they're sort of a a, not don't really get counted because they're just it's there. Like, is there a some random sport where county there's a county's team playing. Well, I'm supporting them in that. I, whatever that might be, tic tac toe championship. There's a guy from counties. I'm supporting him in that. Doesn't matter. Um, so it's it's yep. it's sort of yeah. It is a fandom. As such, yeah, but yeah. It's sort of a. To me, it's not a. I almost wouldn't count it as a sporting fandom, despite the fact that it is a 
as sporting yeah. allegiance. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I understand. But you'd put County's Manukau rugby team above the All Blacks, though. The the national, the Air New Zealand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I probably would. Um, it's a little because it's counties, but then it's rugby, so the All Blacks sort of count high in my rugby standings. So it's a bit. It, Fair enough. I, so I, do the Chiefs count at all? Do they break into your top 10, do you think? They do count, and they would count as my third rugby team. So, And I, I don't claim to that this makes sense, that counties is my top allegiance out of everything. But then when I split into sports, the counties team has become below the um, New Zealand team. That's, that's just how that works yeah. in my head. Um, but yeah, so it would go probably go All Blacks, Counties, um, Chiefs. Because Chiefs is part of Waikato and rest right. come inside. So uh, let's reevaluate your rankings then. So we're still sticking to the All Blacks at fifth. To the sorry at at fourth, and you do you, and you still have the Warriors at fifth, or do Counties move into fifth above I think the, the Warriors? Warriors? Warriors really depends on where I, which part of my life I'm talking about. Overall, yeah. I think they stay at fifth. Um, yeah. They have fluctuated throughout in importance to me. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've I've been there. I've been a fan since day one. Like, and to I really be fair, have. of all the te- of all the teams you can go to watch domestically in the greater Auckland region, Warriors at Mount Smart is probably the best atmosphere. Yeah, hands and down. To be fair, out of all the teams I support, I've been to the most Warriors games. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been to many, many lots when I yeah, think about yeah. it. Like, and I've been there since, might have been about the second or third year of their existence. I didn't go in the first year, but I think the second, might have been second year, I went to a Warriors-Broncos game, I think, in, in the yeah. second year, maybe. Yeah. Fingers um, crossed they get to play back at Mount Smart, where they yeah, belong. where they belong. It'd be very exciting. So yeah, I, the thing is for me, once you get... Yeah, once we get to the, the rugby teams, it's a little blurry on exactly how they line up. Um, so yeah, I would say the All Blacks here go first, and then probably then counties, warriors. Then the war- probably counties and warriors. warriors then counties, then warriors, and then chiefs. Then chiefs. Or yeah. then the hockey teams, then the chiefs. No, then the chiefs, then the hockey teams. Just, I mean, the hockey teams have a, a special place for me, but a, yeah. I don't watch them as much. Um, B they're not on TV as much. Uh, though, say, the World Hockey um, League thing that they've got now is actually on Spark Sports, so I should watch that more. Um, I, think that does your top, I think that does your top 10, then, because you've got, then, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Chelsea, missing... All Whites, uh, uh, Black Caps, Caps, All Blacks, all Blacks. Uh, uh, counties, counties, Warriors, Warriors Chiefs, Chiefs, uh, two um, hockey teams, silver ferns. Silver ferns. There you go. Yeah, as I was that's if there's anything missing, then it's the the two netball teams. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Say the mystics you get an honorable mention. Equal if you want. Oh, uh, the silver, the mystics, nor the mystics can be an honorable mention for being the one Auckland team I support. <laughs> Not even the breakers. Okay, also the breakers, and actually, to be fair, Auckland City football, but you know. Of Auckland City football, how could yeah, I'm you? I'm sorry. Well, I come from further south. Like, Waitakere's way up here. I've come up this way now. I should really change allegiances, but... 
Yeah. Uh, given Waitakere FC is like, I I don't mind if you don't support Waitakere United or Waitakere City United, but Waitakere mm. FC, they're our local, local, well, actually, local. Actually, they're going to be my local, local because um, my son wants to start football, so we're going to be a. Was it West Coast Rangers now? Yeah. Is it West Coast Rangers? I thought it was Waitakere uh, FC United. No, no, West Coast Rangers now. Now, okay. Yeah, well, at least for the kids, that's what they call them. So. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, with me, sport, I think it's very, like, it's different growing up, because I didn't grow up in New Zealand. I grew up, born in Bangladesh. I moved to Brunei when I was five years old, and then I moved to New Zealand when I was 17. I've lived here ever since. Mm. So that kind of colors, like, sport is not as big, or at least wasn't as big in the early 80s in Bangladesh. Um, at least I don't remember it being as big. If that right, makes yeah. sense, I'm sure. Yeah. I've, I re, I'm sure. If I think hard, uh, my parent, my dad would be watching football games and cricket games yeah. on TV when it was on. But this is you got to remember before satellite TV was widely available. Um, yeah, yeah. Bangladesh had only been an independent country for eight years. They were building a lot of infrastructure and things like getting like live games for things other than the World Cup was probably very rare. And right, yeah. uh, like the football World Cup, that is. Yeah, yeah. Um. So probably the two sporting events that I most remember from my youth are the Olympics and the football World Cup, which no surprise, based given the um that situation. And then when I moved to Brunei, like started playing in school, I started getting into playing more and more sport. Like like you, the earliest sport I played is football. It's like uh um, and I kept. Uh, and I played, uh, and I loved playing it at school. We got to the point where at school we weren't, uh, we couldn't get like uh, footballs. Uh, so we used to play with like plastic bottles to <laughs> plastic water bottles to yeah. uh, and things like that because we played like the equivalent of uh, on like uh, on concrete. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To, it was like playing futsal or right, indoor yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we lo- and then eventually, I remember that I f- first mo- played. Uh, went to a primary school that had a football field when I was twelve years old, and we played football every lunch because you know, yeah, yeah. play football every lunch. Yes. Uh, and that was the last year of primary school. Then when I went to high school, they all had football pitches and things like that. Um. So, and I didn't really get into cricket or even really know that it was a sport like. I went back to visit Bangladesh when I was eight years old, and I distinctly remember that they decided they told me to bowl to my cousin who was batting, and I think with the very first delivery I ever bowled, I got him out, <laughs> nice. and I responded by going strike one. I just have to get <laughs> you out two more times, <laughs> and everybody was just like, "No, that's <laughs> not how this works." <laughs> No. But I realized I like getting people out, and that's why I yeah. keep playing cricket. <laughs> that's what <laughs> motivates me to play cricket. Um, so I got so it was on and off in my life. Like I didn't really uh, like I played it when I was in Bangladesh. That's uh, that uh, Bangladeshi winters and spring, and when I went back to this is so it was around November, December, all the way to February. This was a long trip. 
yep. that we had. And like, so during that long trip, I played a lot of cricket that time. And you know, and when I went back to Brunei, nobody else played cricket, so I kind of like forgot about it. Um, yeah. And went back to watching football. In the meantime, I did get. We used to have like a weekly roundup football show every Sunday. Um, and it would, we had to basically had one hour of just the uh, premiership football stuff. And then an hour of yeah. just basic sports updates, something like the equivalent of wide world of sports or something like that, you know, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. just had every single sports thing and it showed you, um, so that's why I was familiar with the rules of games like Spaceball, <laughs> for example. Yeah. And so that's when my dad was, uh, was a hardcore Liverpool fan, like football is uh, was and still is the biggest sport in Bangladesh. I like to think, um, despite cricket being popular there, um, he and he was just like, this is the team. They're, they win everything. You have to support them. And basically, the team they were playing up against was Manchester United. And he's like, these guys are losers. They suck. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna support them. <laughs> you know, oh my dad. Take that, so dad. We, so. Back in the day, as like a six or seven year old, like before Alex Ferguson became the manager of the team, yeah. I became there. I became a Manchester United fan and followed their uh, thing. And I thought Manchester United were pretty good. I distinctly remember 1985, I think. The FA Cup final uh, was the one where Manchester United won. And I think that kind of, that might have been when I first got into a, huh, this is a team, blah, blah, blah. Um, or it might be 1986, uh, but it's one of those uh, FA Cup finals that kind of got me hooked. Like this was, I think, the first match that I uh, that I watched full 90 minutes as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Everton versus United. I just looked it up. So that was the game, and then like the season after, I kept, that was the team that intrigued me the most, and I ended up becoming their fan. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, so they're always been the team I have loved the most. But it took a while for me to really get into football as a fan thing. Like I watched it once a week, and sometimes I didn't watch it. It wasn't something like I felt like I had to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, as an eight-year-old, sometimes I'd just be like, you know, it's afternoon. Let's take a nap or go out and play and do other yeah. things that kids do. Sometimes playing football was better than watching it. Or playing cricket, not to be at honest. twelve in the afternoon in an equatorial climate. Yeah, twelve in the afternoon in New Zealand. It was a much better time to play it. Yeah. Um. But there's a like you have to wait till the evening before you played uh, sport. Yeah, yeah. Like we did it at school because you know it's school. school. You play when you get recess. Like you don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. But that's different. Or like you play, you know, at home time, waiting for your parents to come pick you up. Like, but that's different. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, played uh, football, and then like I, I vaguely remember following the '86 World Cup. I didn't really. Um, yeah, same. I really got into it in the 1988. European Championships because there was a team that played in orange and I was mesmerized by them. <laughs> and I have been ever since. Like I love the All Whites and I but I uh, and they are the team I like go to I would always be wanting to go to games to and follow. But I think if the, if there was ever a World Cup final between the All Whites and Holland, I would have a really hard time deciding which team to support. 
in that yeah. final. Um, this I mean, is that... the team I've always supported. I didn't even understand Bangladesh had a, a football team. Like that's how young <laughs> I was. It didn't occur to me later on the teams in the European Championships were not were all European. Like <laughs> yeah, like uh, so that's the those are pro so you can usually Manchester United were probably like the pro are obviously my number one team and they're the first team I supported. Um. I got into really got into cricket. Started following the sport after the '92 Cricket World Cup in yeah. uh, New Zealand and Australia. Like I wasn't here. I hadn't moved to New Zealand yet, but I went on another holiday back to Bangladesh during the World Cup time, mm -hmm. and I basically caught New Zealand's run. Um, and uh, we into the semi-finals and then like in the semi-finals because they Pakistan beat New Zealand who I was supporting because I thought they were playing incredible and everybody was like impressed by how well Martin Crow was playing yeah. um, he was one of my he became the first cricket player I really liked to watch like I'd be on TV like you know wanting to see what he was doing yeah. and getting interested in watching a sportsman like one of the first I can remember and we um uh uh the uh then when we uh like then when uh, new zealand lost to pakistan in the semi-finals like i was you know i was still a kid like nowadays like i can respect what the pakistani team did in that world cup and like it's yeah. such an incredible performance by inzamam al -Haq. like there's no shame to losing to one of the great cricket performances in like the world cup history right like exactly. that innings from inzamam is legendary for a reason yeah um and then, like, so I supported England in the finals, and yeah, like, I thought England were winning until Wazim Akram bowled that magic spell. And, like, even then, back then, I was like, oh, the team I liked lost again, and I couldn't understand it. But nowadays, I respect, you know, I've learned to understand and respect that craft and that beautiful performance from Wazim Akram. It's like one of yeah, the exactly. great World Cup bowling performances. Oh, yeah. So, so... Bef bef and I didn't even know we were going to end up moving to New Zealand. That wasn't a thing that was on our radar back then. Like, we were, uh, you know, in an alternate timeline, there exists one where I didn't move to New Zealand and I was in Australia instead. or Because my parents were looking at countries where we could immigrate to, or Canada, for that matter. Yeah. It's really, uh, so it's just, you know, uh, eventually uh, we ended up in New Zealand and, like, the Black... Before we ended up, before I ended up moving here, like I knew by the '96 World Cup that we were gonna move to New Zealand, and right. New Zealand became my team. Like I moved to New Zealand in 1997, and oh, like yeah. we had gotten all our immigration stuff approved to move to New Zealand in 1994. Um, right. We were meant to move in 1995, but my dad got like a contract renewal for another three years, so he was like, you know, money may as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, actual jobs. like and like actually go after that and like yeah which made sense that makes sense and so moving to new zealand i took to rugby and rugby league very quickly like they became sports oh as a side note here after those the first olympics i properly properly followed was the 92 olympics and a big reason for that is the dream team Right, and there yeah. was a player in the dream team that I absolutely fell in love with, who's Charles Barkley. And then I asked, you know, people, I like did a bit of research and asked around who, which team does he play for. And like he just moved to this team called the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> and that was another love affair that 
you know, started like from, you know, really uh, interesting circumstances and I'm still a fan. And while I was a bandwagon fan, I joined a team that, you know, like what was basically a created super team back in the day. Not really because they had Charles Barkley and a bunch of good role players in that team. The fact is, like, they were one of the teams that, like, you know, got a good player in free agency, had lots of money and things like this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I ended up following a team like that. Like, my only counter is that I joined a cool bandwagon rather than joining the Lakers or the Celtics or the Knicks or the Bulls bandwagon. I agree with you. I mean, I joined the the Suns bandwagon about the same time as well. There was a couple of friends and I that for pretty much the same reason. Well, more one of my friends really liked the same thing, like Charles Barkley. So they all got on. Yeah. He got on that, and then he was the cool one. So everybody followed him. Um, Fair enough. And so. like once we uh, did the uh, the the band uh, the uh, once I got on there, they were like one of my teams for life. So at the moment, like my top team is obviously Manchester United followed by the Black Caps they're like the team um like so invested in and so follow yeah. and like just because I so deeply love those two sports cricket and football um the third team just because I've been a fan for so long and through some terrible times but still invested is the Phoenix Suns yeah like uh and just yeah, how much do I invest in their merch and shit like that? Like over there, um, <laughs> so that's there. And then probably the, um, it's probably the Dutch football. Actually, no, it's the Bangladeshi cricket team at fourth. Yeah. Then the Dutch football team at fifth, right. and then it's the All Whites. But it's it's very close between the All Whites and the Dutch football team. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The no, I understand. The uh, so it's their fifth, sixth. And then you've got the Phoenix Suns at seventh in there, but it's really close. Like these are like if you uh, if you had like the NBA finals going on and you had a you know New Zealand the All Whites are playing in a knockout game in the World Cup, I would be very hard pressed to pick which game I I'd be watching if the Suns are in the NBA finals and things like that. By the way. Oh, yeah. if, my tone is that I do think the Suns are going to make the NBA Finals again. Just for those yeah, of yeah. you listening in, um, the back-to-back finals. The uh, so that's the Suns, and the so they're the seventh team, and then it's probably the Warriors at eighth. Mm-hmm. And I am one of those people. I'm Auckland first, Auckland ninth, then the All Blacks at tenth, and then the Blues at the eleventh spot. Yeah. Like that would be the order I go in. Like Auckland, then the All Blacks, then. But of course, the Warriors first for me because I'm a league man first. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. To be fair, after the uh, maybe Auckland and then the Kiwis, then the All Blacks, then the Blues. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like put the Kiwis happy. in there either, so... But. Yeah, like, the Kiwis are probably, like, if we're going that... Like, that basically, I think, puts the Kiwis on 10th, and yeah. then the All Blacks 11th, followed by the Blues. But, you know, they're all very close, you know? The, yeah, but yeah. I know I would... If it came down to it, if there's an All Blacks test going on and a Kiwis test going on, I am watching that Kiwis test, 
you know, like I know that what I'd be watching and what I'd be l- l- looking forward to going to if I had a choice between two tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, meanwhile, I'd probably choose the All Blacks over in that scenario. Uh, oh, I mean, it would depend. Like, if the Kiwis are playing a t- if the Kiwis are playing the Kangaroos, no chance I'm going to any other going to a rugby game over that game but if it's a okay the kiwis are playing lebanon and like the all blacks are playing like a good team like france or england like i'm not even saying wallabies or south africa obviously that's a given that i would go to the rugby game but yeah 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 i mean same yeah it depends a bit on who it is but in general that i realized when you were talking that i did miss out one team so they can just go as an honorable mention because i have always followed Argentina at World Cups and yeah. uh, such as well. Yeah, so. I, was, I had noticed you didn't mention them, but I figured like my Holland would jog up your memory. I do have to give a shout out. Like I do really like the Silver Ferns and I do watch them yeah. a lot. And I do like the New Zealand Breakers and I do watch them a lot. Um, and um, yeah, so those are the other guys that I probably also follow. Yeah. Like, am I, I missing any? In my yeah. thing, I'm just there's always people you're missing. Like, I was just thinking with Argentina, it, part of that is that it's a it's a fandom once every four years when the World Cup's on, yeah. then I'm an Argentine fanboy. Like, that's just yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's a World Cup, the things we watch the Argentine games, which makes it fun in my household because my father in law is very much a Brazilian um, uh, fan. Uh, and yeah, yeah, interesting enough, we both he he really hates Argentina. Um, for much the same reason why I really love Argentina, and that's of course Maradona. <laughs> yep. Well, my dad really loves Argentina for the same reason, Maradona. Yeah. Though it's a very, it's a very divided. It's it's very very intense oh. and violent in Bangladesh World Cup time between Argentina and Brazil fans. Yeah, yeah. I am neutral in that rivalry. Any Bengali listeners, do not put me in your toxic <laughs> fandoms. Uh, I think there's also teams like, I guess, the New York Mets, who I also like mm-hmm. and follow a lot, even though they're horrible. Horrible to follow <laughs> as a team. Um, I mean, as I said, I like the Suns, as you've mentioned. Yeah. I like the Buffalo Bills. Also yeah, like I don't have an NFL team that I like. I like a lot of players, but I tend to like go with my thing of, like, I'm going to follow three teams, and I'm going to see what their storylines are like. I think NFL is a sport I've learned to like agnostically. And, like, I don't think I would choose to, quote-unquote, like, uh, like a team, if that makes sense. I know what you mean. I mean, I'm not yeah. a huge NFL fan. Um, yeah. But I guess it's, yeah, it's always been, and that comes from my uncles and my family and everything, just you choose a team. Like, even if you, like, don't really care, like, just choose a team. It doesn't matter. You've chosen your team. That's who you're supporting for this game. So it always seems to end up that way that I... For a something, to, there's a team like, I'll have. Much in the same way that I like the Mets, I do really like the Essendon Bombers, though they've been terrible for a long time. Oh, yeah. But, well, the rare, the first time I ever went to Australia back in 94, and I first visited Australia before visiting New Zealand when, I, yeah. when we first came here, I was in Perth, and for some reason, I watched a game of Essendon versus the West Coast Eagles because those games were, like, Eagles games were played on TV uh, in yeah, Perth. Yeah, they would be. And I uh, just liked Essendon. I don't know why, but there. 
uh, I, and like now I they're the team I like to follow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once again, AFL choose a team, and for whatever reason, I have always liked St Kilda. I mean, they are a a, a traditional. So uh, there is side. a team I gotta say that it's not. This is not actually a. This should be an actual honourable mention. They're not a casual. I sort of like and I follow. Yeah. Uh, thing. This would be the Brunei and football team. Whichever team that happens to represent Brunei in Mal- Malaysia or Singaporean football competitions. So back in the day when I lived in Brunei, there used to be. There's a competition that it's one of the oldest in Asia called the Malaysia Cup. It used yeah. to be called the Malaya Cup, and it's been around since 1920. And it's basically Brunei and Singapore used to field teams in that. So I always used to follow, uh, support the Brunei team. A couple of years after I moved from New, moved to New Zealand, they finally won the Malaysia Cup. Oh, nice. Like after years of being like wooden spooners, and I used yeah, to yeah. still support them. Um, and then they're still the only team from Borneo to have ever won the Malaysia Cup. So nice. that's, a, that's a historic victory. Um, they also then went on, uh, like, obviously that systems change and things like that. So the, the successor of that team is this team called DPPM, which is the, uh, which is a team owned by the heir to the throne, like the first son of the Sultan, right, yeah, who, yeah. who also used to play for the team before. Yeah. So he owns the club and they did represent, uh, did, did play in the M League, actually went as far as the semifinals of the Malaysia Cup. Um, then they got... Uh, then they made some weird rules about oh you need to have at least uh, eleven uh, you have to have at least like eight Malaysian players on field at the time and they applied those rules even to Brunei the Bruneian <laughs> team which was going to have Bruneian players which you know yeah basically they wanted to get rid of the team without telling them you've we've gotten rid of the team yeah yeah. Um, so they joined the Singaporean League and they've uh, they won the S League in 2018. Um, and nice. before this team joined the M League, they were part of the B League, the Brunei League, and won right. that as well. So they're one of the few teams in the world to have won the national championship of three different countries. Nice. And they're back in the B League and they'll probably win it again this year. Um, because of COVID, they like. The season in Brunei itself was cancelled, the Bruneian League, which is yeah. the B League. Uh, they uh, it, it was cancelled due to COVID, and they didn't restart it in 2021, but it will be, pl- or at least, at least it's current, I think it's currently going, the 2021-2022 season. All right, yeah. And I believe they are poised to win that competition. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that team and its successor team, DPPM, are the is it has a special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. That again. So it's interesting how these things, like we all have a different journey to how we got into these fandoms. Like at the moment, I mean, yeah. I'm guessing for you, the biggest fandom, like the one that lives, takes up the most amount of your headspace with the least amount of rent is football. Yeah, easy. Yeah. And then followed by cricket. Yes, then followed by cricket. Yeah. Um, especially at the moment, like, it's... I guess these days, it's there's less of that distinction, but it was always, it's summer, cricket is the thing that's in my head. It's winter, it's football. Yeah. But these days, things merge across a little bit more, especially since, you know, following more of the EPL, so 
their season is our summer, so. Yeah. But the cricket is much more touring, you know, there's more touring going on now because it's, they're almost constant touring, so you have games through our winter, which is in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. And I think, for me, at the moment with Headspace, obviously football is number one, always number one. It's actually, it's very close to cricket is very very close the amount of thought i give to cricket and 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 like the amount of analytical thought i give to cricket i don't give to football the amount of history reading and research i do on cricket and think about in terms of techniques and you know plans and strategies i don't do that for football and that just might be because cricket's a more analytical sport with numbers but that's mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. true because I mentioned my model of space and probability that football does. It's a more complex game in many ways. Yeah. Because it's a real time strategy game. Just because it looks yeah, yeah, simpler yeah. doesn't mean it is. Um, and like, I think you and I are of the opinion that a real time strategy game is always harder to play than a turn based strategy game. Of course, yes. I mean, I, I can actually be good at a turn based strategy game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I always like, yeah, I like football in that same way of, I guess I almost put more analytical headspace into football, but it comes from comparing, watching football matches yeah. and comparing it to the hockey matches I'm playing and the analysis that my te- hockey team is doing on our own performances and you know our practices and what yeah. we're trying to do and being like, how... What am I watching? So I'm watching professional, mostly watching professional football players, but there's a lot of concepts that work and a lot of the same yeah. te- types of strategies work. So it's like, well, how are they doing it? How does that have to be adapted into hockey? And how yeah. can we, how can we, as a very you know social amateur club or team, do some of that stuff as well? Like, yeah. what is actually going to work for us? How does it? And how can I use that in my own game to to be a better team player and a bit of hockey player yeah yeah and i think that yeah the fact that you still play hockey must play a huge role in your how much mm. it affects the do i have to say even though i didn't mention these any uh, these sports because they're single sports and we were talking specifically about fans of teams big big shout out to a bunch of tennis players like boris becker roger federer oh, yeah. I, don't get me wrong i love rafa nadal as a player, and I love uh, Djokovic as a player. Okay, I'm not talking about them personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Schumacher and uh, Steffi Graf, Serena Williams, bunch of really great athletes. Tiger Woods, yes. Kelly Slater. Um, but there's there's yeah, yeah. a long period of time when I would very actively watch tennis, especially because I would I would very strong you know I would be really following the Grand Slams and seeing what's happening in them. It's it's cooled a bit, but I still like it. Still like uh, tennis a lot and I like watching it. But I don't do anywhere near the amount of analysis or thought. Like it doesn't live in my head as rent free as it used to. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. And- yeah, tennis is always. I like tennis as well, but it it doesn't take up anywhere near the headspace. Like there if there's would a grand be... slam on, sure, there yeah. may be some thought going into it, but 
Yeah, I used to be one of those guys who would have the equivalent of these long-ass debates about who's the greatest ever, what about their aspect of their play, what would happen, uh, like, you know, if you had a modern... Rod Lever played in the modern day with modern techniques and stuff, would he be better than Pete's... Back in the day, we were compared to people like Pete Sampras, and I would always insist Boris Becker was better than any of them in his peak, but we all had... We all said dumb shit when we were younger, okay? Like, (laughs) let's not... Let's not dwell on those things. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah the um the tennis used to take up a huge amount of my headspace but it does not do anywhere near as much as that anymore um that being uh, uh said i still really enjoy it. like football i think it's interesting for me that once we started doing the podcast is when I learned to enjoy football for football. I think at this point, while I'm still a really big Manchester for until we started doing the podcast, I was probably a Manchester United fan first, football fan second. All right, yeah. If that makes sense, like I would Yeah, yeah. Sure, I would watch other games cuz you know, I liked watching football, but I was a Man United fan, man. Like I would watch a boring Manchester United game over an exciting other game. Because yeah. I, that was my thing. Whereas now I'm very much a football fan first. You know, like I can analy- I analytically love thinking about football, and uh, you know, what? Yeah. Uh, and like I really, really love watching good teams play, and I really like it when I have no, uh, no dog in the fight. Like there's no, I've got no skin in the game, and I can literally just look at the sport. You know, look at the game purely analytically, and like I don't like I think. I still find it hard to do that in cricket in a lot of times, but I can mm. do that with football. I can do that. Obviously, I do that with NFL already, and I can do that. Um, uh, I can do that with basketball. Um, but yeah, for cricket, it's a bit harder for me to do that. But I still do like they'll some series. I will like. Obviously, I can watch an Ashes series. No skin in the game. I can watch. Yeah. Uh, Watch an, uh, watch an a like Australia India series without the skin in the game and really enjoy it. And like, sure, if there is a great test series going on back and forth, we'll I'll love watching that. But I won't be as intently watching that. Like, I could really only watch five days every ball and all the balls of a test match of like in the those series like any New Zealand game and then like okay maybe Austra- maybe Australia England in the ashes and Austra- India Australia uh, in the Gavaskar yeah. border trophy other series I'm just like okay it has to be a really good game or there must be something like I'm sure I'll watch a world test championship if that yeah. happens or if there's a game that's pivotal to New Zealand qualifying but it's very hard for me to watch it analytically. I'm more than happy to like let people do the numbers and see what they have to say and be like, oh yeah, so this is interesting. So this is what's happening. And yeah, the... yeah, yeah, I understand what you mean. I mean, I find with cricket that I could watch a game, and like obviously if there's a New Zealand game, I'm. I will clarify that is only um... Test cricket. I think I could watch a yeah. lot of T20s and One Day games. I do say that ODIs are my favorite format. And I would watch lots. I I can happily watch ODI games and test. Uh, oh no, yeah. Games. Easy. Uh, like um, and not have a skin in the game and just enjoy watching the games. Well, the 2015 World Cup. Um, yeah. That was that. That was really exciting, with lots of fun games. And you know, you didn't yeah. have to have a skin in the game. Though yeah. a lot of them you sort of did because it, yeah. You know, 
was impacting on New Zealand's journey as well. Uh, I mean, New Zealand but, already qualified for the knockout so quickly that... <laughs> yeah. Like, by the time I had to watch New Zealand play Bangladesh in their last group game, like, both Bangladesh and New Zealand had qualified for the next round. Like, neither <laughs> of them had... Like, you know, I could literally just watch that game and enjoy it. And, like, yeah. it was, like, one of the most enjoyable games for me because it's, like, oh, New Zealand played really well. Mohamedullah scored a century. Bangladesh bats first, get, does really well. Mohamedullah scores a century. And, like, Martin Guptill plays one of his best World Cup knocks and gets yeah. a century to get New Zealand over the line. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Amazing. I was going to say, with yeah, test matches, I can watch other ones and I can watch whole days of it if I want to. Um, it more comes down to prioritization of time yeah and that you know obviously my life these days has got a lot more things going on so i yeah know, i mean even if really... like if you if i were to go on holiday for example and i am going on holiday yeah. to bangladesh if there's a cricket match going on and people will watch because we love watching yeah. they love watching cricket and like if there's a game there's a one day uh, series going on i we will watch it there's a test series going on. If it's Australia versus Zimbabwe, I won't watch that. I won't watch Austra- I won't watch England versus the West Indies. Usually, like back in the day when they had Brian Lara, sure, I'll watch yeah. that. But I'm watching Brian Lara. I'm not watching. Yeah. Uh, I'm not watching the test match as per se. But if there's a, t- a you know, if there's a random T20 or an ODI game going on, I'll happily watch that. You know, like it's a like yeah. it's on my holiday time. Like when we're basically means I have all the time in the world to watch this. Yeah. Uh, if I had all the time, yeah, sure, I'd have cricket matches on, and it could be any, it could be Australia Zimbabwe for like it. If that was the cricket match that was on, mm. and that's you know, there wasn't a football, there wasn't football to be watching. Yeah. You know, football generally comes about. Then yeah, I would have a cricket match on, and I would watch Just it. To be fair, we can watch a football match while watching a test match very easily. Yeah. I was going to say, it, I'd be watching the test match in the vein of all great test match watching, which is generally whilst doing something else. Yeah. Um, but having it there, you know, and sure, if there's if there's dull bits, you know, you're, you're more concentrating on whatever else you're doing. If there's the exciting bit, you know, or this is, you know, the great battle between bat and ball happening and there's a, clearly a plan going on and, and things are getting a bit tense, you know, you concentrate a bit more on the cricket. But I have to that's say... That's what I always like about yeah. test match. I do have to say that I do get very, very invested in basketball as we get closer to the playoffs, especially if the Suns yes. are doing well. But I, at the moment, because I'm so enjoying watching games where I have very little skin in the game and with NFL, as we get closer to the playoffs, I do tend to become more, oh yeah, I have to watch these games. This match is going to be incredible. And like, you know, get yeah. into watching uh, them. Like, there was... Like, when I went on holiday to Bangladesh, the last time I went, which was around 2019, Lamar Jackson was so unmissable. I was getting up at 3 in the morning and watching uh, Baltimore Ravens games till, like, 6 in the morning and then going back to sleep. Like, while on holiday. And then, like, this wasn't, like, a holiday thing where I could just chill and sleep all day. I could chill and sleep a little bit. But, like, you know, I had to be out, like, because just as a insight into Bangladesh, the tra- traffic in Dhaka is so bad, like the equivalent of traveling from here to maybe um, Lincoln Road, like the end of Lincoln Road. Um, okay, so yeah, 15 k's or so. 
yeah, like if we went not on the motorway, you know? All right, we, yeah, yeah. If we went, so that we should take, even with the height of traffic, we'll take half an hour, right? Give or take. That take, Maybe 45 minutes, but yeah. yeah it'll take about two hours to do in Dhaka. Well, yeah. So, like, if I have people to meet, I have people to go see, that's the sort of thing. Like, I have to be, you know, up and ready yeah. and have to get ready to go see them. And, like, that's the sort of... Travel time takes up a huge amount of your time sink. There's uh, proper logistics problems to be overcome. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, so despite all that, I was still... what, But that's, like, a rare thing where this athlete just catches your imagination and you just have to... Yeah, yeah go and like watch them play because every minute is like every minute they're playing there it's like must see tv and there's a reason why he was like only the second player ever to get like an undisputed mvp um yeah. so the um they like so there but i do do that for football as well but it would almost have to be like to do that sort of thing in a holiday I would probably have to wait for it to be something like okay oh, it's United playing Liverpool or United's playing City or yeah. there's going to be a particularly really good game like City versus Liverpool for the thing and it's like you know you know it's going to be a clash like which will also yeah, yeah. be playing while I'm there so <laughs> foreshadowing <Right>. foreshadowing <laughs> um so, yeah but if you were to do the same, like you were on a holiday for two weeks and you're in New Zealand, what is the like? What are the sports you think you would like? I know World Cup football. We will get up early to watch. That's a given, and to an extent, World Cup cricket if it's a New Zealand game and it's important. But what yeah. would be the uh, like? Maybe obviously All Blacks in a World Cup final. Those are given situations. Yeah, yeah. Those happen yeah. once every four years. They're given. Um, yeah. But like, what would what are the things you think you'd watch? Um, so if we're talking about getting up for yeah, I, like I assuming it's yeah. logistically possible with work and yeah. family commitments. Yeah, in which case it's it's pretty much Chelsea games uh, works for that. Um, ideally, if I could watch it, uh, if there was a some sort of always game happening than that because but that's mm. a little bit because they don't play that often. Um Yeah. I haven't gone to look actually, now that you say that. It reminds me I should have gone to see where I could watch the all whites quali- um World Cup qualifying. But I assume that's on Sky Sports. So that's a little harder to Yeah, you'll have to pull find... the for me. Like I'll probably be able to watch it on some sort of satellite T V when I'm in Bangladesh, but you're probably gonna have to find a pub to go to. There are football pubs that specialize in just football yeah, yeah. football here. Oh yeah, no. And they've That's existed longer than rugby cl- pubs in New Zealand. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Like the immigrant <laughs> back in the day was like where all football fans would congregate in New Zealand. Yes. Like it was one oh, yeah. of the best sports pubs by a long shot. And then uh like the London the the London Underground would play the games, but only the big games and at the time you know, at the right times, but because they're in downtown they still had people who were there not just for sports watching. Yeah, yeah. Versus like the immigrant was a proper sports bar. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, yeah. The original sports bars were football bars. Yeah. Only later on when In New Zealand anyway, don't we like everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in New Zealand. It's only later on in New Zealand where people were like, wait, we can also do 
to the All Blacks games as a thing, like as a as a central part of the bar, as opposed to there's an All Blacks game on, so we just stick it on the big on a big screen. There's this great bar I went to in Hong Kong, so if you ever go back that way, I strongly recommend mm. going. It's in Wan Chai, of course. Uh, yeah. It's called Amazon. <laughs> um, it is a proper football bar, but they really, really right. like rugby. Like I was there, and I managed to catch a New South Wales country versus New South Wales city game. And there were wow. a bunch of uh, rugby league fans sitting there watching with me. And yeah, sure, there were a lot of Aussie expats, Kiwi expats amongst them. Yeah. But like, there was a bunch of like local Hong Kong people like intently, probably because they gambled on the games or whatever, yeah. but they were watching it <laughs> hardcore as well. <laughs> and like, this Gosh, was yeah. a big game playing. And in another corner, there was, a, there was an AFL game going on, but it wasn't an Essendon game. And also like, you know, priority of order for me, like rugby league trumps like AFL. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it had all the football codes. There was NFL games going on, there were soccer games playing in late like, you know, in their schedule of games to watch that you could see. Right. Alright, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I just remember that one as you say, when we're next back. Not that I know when we're going back, but at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, in terms of getting up yeah, Chelsea games are almost there, all white games, uh and guaranteed there. Um, when I was younger, sure, it would have been, and probably even now, like, World Cup games, whether that be cricket, football, union, or league. If I've got nothing better to do, and yeah, there's no else calling my time, sure, I'll get up for World Cup games, but I wouldn't get up. Probably might get up for an All Blacks game, depending on who it was. I did uh, get up to watch the All Blacks versus France game in 1999. When our first yeah, year I was, of uni, yeah. yeah, I was up for that one too. Um, and whilst it was a a good game for a neutral, watching France be spectacular, I still like, yeah, not very happy. Literally, that was like, that. man, John Alomu played so well in that game, only for us to lose. Yeah, exactly. Just to have France be ridiculously France about it all. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of game that only France could do, like, in that situation. Yeah. And to be fair, France are our kryptonite in Rugby yeah. World Cups. I was just saying. We're also the team that we beat in finals for some reason. Yeah. We're also their kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that the 99 game is is almost harder to stomach for me than the, was it the 2007 game? Yeah, the, the final 2007 loss. game, I think half, like before halftime, we were like, yeah, France is going to win. But like 99 yeah. game, like after halftime, we're like, yeah, we've done this. We're going to win this game. Yeah. And then France the, the, came back. Yeah, the 2007 game, just as you watch it longer and longer, you just knew, like, this, they, they can't do it. The All Blacks just, this is not going to happen. This is, this is one of those games where it's just not happening. But yeah, as you say, the 99 game, because it was seemed so cut and dry and then it was just so spectacular France that yeah. you're just like why 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 cool but why why did this happen to us? It was unfortunate that in the there was like in the two thousand and uh f- fifteen rugby world two thousand fifteen no, not 2000. Yeah, 2015 Rugby World Cup when we, I was in Dubai when that was happening. Yeah. And like, I came back just in time 
for the finals. Like the week I came back, the week after was finals, was the yeah. finals. But I came in like we we're, were the quarters against Ireland. And I was supposed to go out and watch that game, and the um, which was going to be a big game and everything, and then I got sick. And we were like, uh, better not go out, because yeah, we're going to travel next week and get back to New Zealand. Yeah. But that would, like, the sports, uh, the sports bar situation in Dubai is pretty good, to watch football games and, oh, and things like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, other than those, say the a World Cup or a Chelsea game or an All Whites game, I'm pretty much probably not getting up. Um, a Black Caps game, maybe depending on who it was, um, but only normally not because, or maybe if it had absolutely nothing else to do, just cricket tends it takes a lot more hours. Is more the issue, so I like my sleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as sometimes we'd like to, I just some tend to go. Okay, I'll watch the second half, maybe. Like T20 is yeah, yeah. different. Like I did get up to watch the finals and watch the semi-finals of the T20 yeah, World same. Cup this year. But yeah, the if it was a um, yeah, if it was a one day, I'd be tempted to maybe only do the second half. Yeah, yeah. But probably not. I'd probably end up watching, because I did watch the 99 World Cup all the way from beginning to end and then go nice. to work. Like, I literally <laughs> stayed up and watched it and then went, uh, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'll do an all-nighter. It's fine. <laughs> and to be fair, I can do an all-nighter if it's a planned all-nighter. It's not about the physical stuff anymore. It's like the mental thing. Like, just yeah. go and get the... Uh, and I think I did drift off a few times while watching that game, even though it was super intense. Yeah. The, I went and got like got lots of coffees and the thing break. Cricket, you can do that. Get, get lots of coffees. Keep yourself... Yeah, yeah. Motivated. Oh, yeah, the 2019 World Cup final, same thing. I stayed up all night and watched that, and then all the way through. And I think I actually worked the next day, but I worked from home, so it wasn't so bad. Yeah, I worked from home too. Yeah, yeah. And then I decided um, I'm going to go into work because I felt like too energized. You know, sometimes after an all-nighter, you feel too energized. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I did like that one, because, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a few days before, but I'd done sort of two half all-nighters with the semi-final for that, for New Zealand-India. The greatest game over two days. Yeah, yeah. ODI over two days. Yeah, yeah, I did th- I did that too, sort of. Um, that was really good, because that was the one where, it's the same thing, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch the first half, and then I'll see how I'm feeling. Of the first When it first started, and then you got to the first half, and it gets called off, and then they come back the next day, and you're like, well, I guess I'm just doing two first halves now. <laughs> This works. Yeah, and I initially thought of the World Cup final that if I just want to watch New Zealand bat, and then afterwards I'll see how we're going against England. If they look good, I might just call it, and then, you know, because England's going to win. And then I think we just kept getting wickets every now and then. There were partnerships, but we just kept getting wickets and kept bowling economically. So I was just like, okay, eventually England's going to break out of their shell. We can't just keep them down. We're... It's coming, it's yeah. coming. And then when it was like at the 30th, I'm like, okay, I may as well see it to the end. It's already 30 overs into this. 
Yeah, exactly. Into this now, like, what's another couple of hours at this point? <laughs> yeah. I think for the final, I had sort of mentally gone, I'm going to watch the whole game. Yeah. Uh, I'd sort of prepared myself for the all-nighter thing and be like, it's just what I'm doing. I'm watching this. But I was also prepared that I may fail at it. I think I told my wife that. It's like, I'm going to stay up and watch the thing. She looked at me with that look of like, mm-hmm, you are, I see. Like, yeah, I know I may fail at this. But yeah, because the game just sort of had just enough interest so that you just dip, you just always like oh, a little bit more. Because oh, there's a, t- oh, a little bit more. Because we had a TV in the other, uh, in the second bedroom in our old house, and we, mm-hmm. um, which is where I was watching it, and I set up this thing to um, watch a stream on the TV, and yeah. yeah. So like at one at some point my. Uh, my wife went to bed and fell asleep. Like, obviously, kids all went to bed and fell asleep. And I think she got up around five or six, and it was still going on, and I was still watching, and she's like, are you still up? Yeah. And I was like, yep, yep. I've This is like the fifth cup of coffee, uh, fifth jar of coffee I'm having. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. I think I had a similar conversation with my wife. Oh, I see you made it all right. Like, yep, I did. Interesting. Like, mm-hmm. Continued on. Yeah. And then obviously, like, after that final, the super over, like, you just, yeah, it's just yeah. like something that'll never, you'll never forget. And you're just like, yeah, I, I can't, I couldn't go back to sleep even if I wanted to right now. No, exactly. I was actually at the point where I was just like, okay, breakfast, let's go. Like, I actually had breakfast before Supernova, and I was just like, I'm suddenly hungry again. I'm going to go eat some <laughs> more. And I'm just like, you know, I should be tired, but I'm not. I'm just going to work now. I'm just going to power through. And apparently, like, at work, people were, like, watching it on a big screen and everything, because I think it was about 7 o'clock our time when the Supernova was happening, 7 o'clock, 7.30 sort of time yeah i feel like a little bit later maybe eight o'clock yeah yeah you're right like it was eight o'clock yeah it was actually fairly late yeah i think you're right it was eight o'clock because i did tell my work i could be late because we're watching the cricket and i'll start a bit late but thing and they were like yeah "Yeah, that's fine (laughs) they were like yeah yeah shut up super is about to start yeah no no, like i told them like beforehand you know yeah yeah yeah, i know what you mean that's yeah and I was working from home, so it didn't matter. And I was like, oh, I'll come in later in the day, like, but I'm going to, because I'm going to watch this. I'll yeah. come in. I, told, I think I had the same conversation with my boss, who's also a big cricket fan. So he's like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. So like, if, if things go badly, we may not both may not be at work. That's fine. We'll, just, we'll see how we go. Yeah. I, I am a bit disappointed from an NFL perspective that we're going to have to look at taking annuals if we want to watch the Super Bowl at a place again yeah, yeah. now on instead of like oh yeah it's it's a holiday we just go into town and watch it it was nice that it was not, it was timed that way previously but as you say you have to make our own holiday now yeah yeah oh well it's alright once a year and then yeah, Champions exactly. League <laughs> yeah but the Champions League has moved to Saturday so that's balanced it a bit. I did hate yeah, the yeah. fact that it was on Saturday because I always felt like that was wrong. It should always be Wednesday. Champions yeah. League should always was, be midweek. Yeah. It was nice. Um, I always liked the nice tradition we had of you know, that Wednesday morning when it was on to get up 
or Thursday morning when it was on to get up, come in early to town, watch the game, yeah, and then then go to work. That was a yeah, yeah, fun little thing. It always felt a little like Saturday mornings. You say it just feels a little different. You just think. It's like it's so diff- like it's difficult to commit, right? Like when you have kids and yeah. stuff, they have Saturday things to do with them. Oh, like I can't commit now for Saturday mornings. Like Saturday mornings is kid stuff. It's, yeah, that's it. You, you want to do something Saturday morning? I'm sorry, that's not happening. There's kid stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, like if I were to do it, I would have to be like, okay, three weeks in advance, we're planning to go Champions League. It's gonna be this. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just before we go, we yeah. are very close to the NFL season. Yeah. Some might say dangerously close. Dangerously close. So look forward to our uh, NFL draft, which will be yeah. on the 2nd of September. Uh, September uh, about a week away, yeah. About a week away, Friday night, New Zealand time, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2 in the morning Pacific time, if you're in the Americas. Yeah, uh, which I know some of you are somehow, um, but yeah, that's draft, and we will review all the NFL teams and go through the maybe the first week of fixtures if we have time. Yeah, that'd be right. So we're good to have there. Uh, I think yeah, as you've said, the currently we sort of have a full roster, but we can expand that. So um, really, just let us know in chat if you're keen. Um, and Absolutely. we can, and Mr. Number Nine here can expand out, and you can be added in. Absolutely, we yeah. do have ten players, so keep that in mind. If you think there's too many players in this league, then you know you joining is not going to solve that problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to add to the problem. But I don't know, more the merrier to me. But yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it has the same same problem as with the um, EPL draft, you know. When we have lots of players, it, the good players become a lot more spare, um, scarce. But um, yeah, at the same time, it adds a lot more fun. You get a lot more um, things happening. It's the same thing with um, head-to-head stuff. So more people just means a, a a greater variety of games. I agree. Either even if you don't want to join the game, do uh, if you are interested in. Uh, following our take on the NFL, I recommend you plug in and listen and you know, have your say. Tell us that yeah. we're dumb for drafting people exactly. uh, we're, and things like this. Like We yeah. know half the reason you listen to this podcast is to mock us. So, yeah. Oh, exactly. And the live drafts, uh, the EPL draft and this draft is a chance to get on with us and, and say, say what you think and how yeah. absolutely Why we're wrong, wrong we are. And laugh yeah. at our draft picks as well, because yeah. clearly, um, yeah, it's just going to be wrong. So, especially mine, because you know, my NFL knowledge is not the best. Yeah, yeah, and I think if anything, my NFL knowledge means my draft picks are wrong. <laughs> like you've got like one of those people who are t- who know too much to realize that they're doing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, well, mine's just almost random picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been getting a couple of my boys from the Bills. And then, you know, from then on, it's like, yeah, seems good. Fair enough. Anyways, uh, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll look forward to hearing from you next time. 
catch you next time. Well, that is the end. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you liked what you heard, we have even more. Find Sexport to Discord and a Buy Me a Coffee. Pretty sure it's Buy Me a Beer. Oh yeah, Buy Me a Beer on buymeacoffee.com. In both these places, you can talk to us, and we may even listen. Especially if you do buy a said beer. Or coffee. I might still be confused. Yes, we're easily bribed. All links are in the show notes below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This is on YouTube.